Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, and welcome to episode 21. Today, I'm talking about letting go. Letting go of what? Letting go of my teenagers. Mm. The reason this keeps coming up for me right now is because my youngest, Santos, just graduated from high school. What? I know, it literally seems like yesterday when he was just getting into kindergarten. It is crazy how fast time flies. And I know we say as moms, we're always like, ah, it passes in the blink of an eye, but it is true facts. A hundred percent. It's legit. Now that I'm out the other side of it, I'm like, oh my God, what happened? I remember at the beginning when he was just a little kid and when my boys were small, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is going to take a long time. This is going to be a lot of work. And now here I am out the other side. And the letting go part comes from, okay, he's done high school. Now he's off on his own. Like he's living at home, but I mean, he's a human out there in the world doing stuff. And he's no longer my responsibility to keep alive. Like, of course, of course, I will always be his mom and be there for him. But the part that's hard is I have to let go. I still want to treat him like he's five because that's just what the mom in me wants to do. That's me momming. And so I am learning how to let go. And it is really emotionally challenging because I'm feeling all the feels. I'm feeling what it feels like to not want to let go of these kids of mine, but also on the other side, knowing that I need to, this is how it works. And the the best way for me to help them is to let them go because the way they're going to grow and expand even more is to let them learn by experience and let them fail and let them figure it out on their own. All of these things that as moms we're trained not to do, not that we're trained not to do, but we think like we have to do all of it, right? Like heaven forbid, we don't want anything, any stumbling happening, but that's how they learn and grow a hundred percent. So my heart is being blown wide open with this whole graduating experience. And I honestly didn't think it was going to be this hard because I've been planning this for a long time. I remember when I first started having children, I told myself I couldn't be like a stay at home mom for five years until the kids go to school. Like that's not me. That's not possible. I don't know how to do this. And then I ended up like, like, it's just so crazy when you have kids, how your life changes. When I had my fitness studio, I would see moms come in with their first child, have it when they're pregnant with their first child, and they would be like, no, my career and all this thing. And then as soon as they had their baby, everything changed. And I was the same. I was like, nope, I'm, you know, going to have these kids or this child, and then I'm going to go back to work and all the things. Um, and it just changed. Like I totally changed everything I did so that I could create a lifestyle that catered to me being there for my kids and raising my kids. So I did do a 180 and I saw all the moms that came through my studio do the same thing. And it was so fun, fascinating to watch and fun to watch the the evolution of who we are as women when we go from being our autonomous self to becoming a, a mother, somebody's mom, how how quickly we change and how drastically we change. 
And so now when it comes to the letting go part, it's like I think back to the thoughts that I had of like, I can't be a stay-at-home mom for five years before they go to, you know, kindergarten full-time to now like, I got to let them go and I don't want to. But I need to and I do want to because I want to go out and, and do big things. So that's where the ripping open of the heart comes and all the feels. But I have been planning for this. I've been training for this and now the time is here. So I'm going to be kind to myself. That's what I would love to share with you is I'm going to be super kind to myself through all of this. I'm going to have moments where I'm like, let's go for it, Heather. Let's carry on. And then the second later, I know I'm going to have moments of, I can't, I need to just hold on as tight as possible and squeeze every last drop out of this experience because it's just, I'm just so in love with my life and my relationship with my kids and the family that we've created together. Like so in love with it. I don't want it to change, but what if... It could change and get even better. Whoa, what? That helps me to let go, make it a little bit easier to let go. Because yes, it could be possible to make it even better, even better. But that's the unknown. So our brains are a little, are really fearful of the unknown. Our ego is brains are designed to not like to avoid the unknown at all costs because danger, we could die. That's what our brain tells us. So we avoid that at all costs. And so when I'm aware of that, I'm like, "Mm, okay, let's focus on what if it was more delicious? What if it it was even deeper and richer, more fuller, just so much more? Yes, that is possible. And so there is the, the, the give and the take, the yink and the yang, the, uh, all of it, the push and the pull of letting go. And I have been in the middle of it, but Like I said, I am trying my best to catch myself when I'm having these moments and just allow it and be super kind and hold space for myself to feel all the feelings because nothing has gone wrong here. And so when we let go of teenagers, we also want to let go of who we were. And who we thought we should be because when we are not Phoenix's and Santos's mom anymore, who are we? Or a better question, who do we want to become? Because the sky is the limit now. Like, look out. If my job is done and this phase of my life, and this is kind of like blows my mind when I think about it. For the past, like my oldest is almost 20. So for the past 20 years, this has been like my mid of my life. So the memories that I have will be very vivid because it was through, you know, my late 30s into my 40s, 50s. So it's the memories that I'll have will be very, very vivid. But on the other side of it, my kids... It was the first 20 years of their life. So their memories are going to be limited compared to my memories. Like when I think back about how do I remember my parents when I was growing up and I have a horrible memory and the memories that I do have, they don't start till way later. So if my youngest is 17, where is his memories going to start? So this time that was so precious to me 
is just a fleeting moment in their lives at the beginning of their lives. If they live to 80 or 90 years old, this is just the smallest portion of their life where they have a limited memory. But the crazy part is it's the biggest part that will make the biggest impact of who they are and how they show up in the world. What? Like that is amazing when you think about it from that perspective. It is the the shortest period of time that will make the biggest impact on who they are as human beings because of who they spend their time with, which just happens to be you. So think about what an amazing impact you have made on these kids lives and turn them help to create amazing human beings we, but that blows my mind when i think about the relationship of what this time together the time we had together what part of it is in my life and the memories i'll have and what part of it is in their life and the memories they'll have and then the part that is all like subconsciously ingrained that's why they say like no matter how hard we try we're gonna kind of mess them up a little bit because we're doing our best but it's just who we are because of our experiences and we try our best and and of course we're gonna make mistakes along the way but when it comes back to the aspect of the letting go-ness when I think about oh what a what a big part of my life this was. That's why it makes me so sad to let go. Like it really squishes my heart. It squishes my heart so much in the best ways too. Because, you know, you can't have the sad. You don't know what the sadness is unless you have that happy. You can't have the sweet without the sour. That's all part of it. So I'm embracing. I'm here for it and I'm embracing it. And in the meantime, and in between time, I have been preparing for this moment in time. So I have plans. I'm like, here's what's going to happen. So when I get caught up in the melancholy and just looking back and really remembering, I also look forward and get excited about the plans that I've made for myself. But in this moment, it's really important to be present about the transition life is made up full of transitions and just moments in time and we change from one person to another so the more we can be present and soak it up we can realize that nothing's gone wrong this is part of the process and sometimes the process can be challenging and that's okay so i'm going to hold space for myself i'm going to be super kind for myself i'm going to be aware of what's going on And I'm also going to be open to all the possibilities that exist. What is next? What could be? It is really important that at this at this time, this stage, we start breaking down all of the social constructs and conditioning. And I know like you're like, what in midlife? Yes, 100% because we just aren't aware to do it at the beginning because we just are lulled and created and brought to this experience but the more aware we are we can start to break down these constructs we can let go of all the family family pressures and you know presumptions because a lot of us without even realizing it we carry on with the philosophy of we this is how I show up and I've never questioned why do I show up this way and most of it is because of how we were raised 
And I like to question stuff. So if I'm questioning why I'm doing something is like, is this me? Is this my thoughts? Are these my beliefs? Or is this the belief of my parents or the school system or whatever it is? And, and the more curious I get around that, then the clearer I get to what I really want, who I really am. And the clearer I am around that, the better I could create my future from this present moment here. So now I'm starting to be curious about who am I really? When we get fired from our momming job, like with two weeks notice, thanks, but you're you're no longer needed here. You've been replaced. You've been redundant. So you're fired from this job that you've been doing for the past 20 years. Now you have to think, okay, well, what job am I qualified for? And instead of it being from like a bad place, what if it was from the best place ever? It's like, oh, okay, well, I was done with that job. Of course, you're always going to still be your children's mom, but in a, you're going to have a different role now. It's going to look differently. And you get to be the boss. You get to create the job description. You get to show up however you want. And that's how it gets really, really exciting. And all of this begins with awareness. So sometimes how if we're not sure of what we do want, we could start with what don't we want? And we know that from experience. And if we can make a list of all the things we don't want, then we start to get clearer on the things we actually do want. So it is very helpful. All of this is amazing feedback on how to figure out how we want to proceed. So when it comes to now the letting go, it's not just letting go of our teenagers or letting go of who, how we were showing up at this part of our life as moms. It's letting go of the thoughts that don't serve us because remember our thoughts create our results. So now we're going to be more aware in this present moment. It's letting go of the relationships and the people that don't serve us because when we were momming hard, we had a lot of connections and relationships around all of the schools and the sports and the groups, all the things that we did because that's where we were in our lives. But maybe that's not where we're going in the future. So we have to let go of some of those relationships or those people. We want to let go of the foods that don't serve us anymore. Because as you know, as the holistic nutritionist that I am, obsessed with food and healing your body, when we hit midlife, our hormones change. I talk about it on my podcast all the time hormones change and so how we eat is going to change because our body is changing our body is nature our body knows what it needs so we want to listen uh, or learn how to listen how to tune into our bodies how to trust our bodies how to give our bodies what it needs in order to flourish in midlife how to like really step into this this love relationship with our amazing bodies that have created human lives. It's just mind-blowing. So letting go of the foods that don't serve us, letting go of the old self-perceptions that don't serve us. Who we were in the past is not who we are now. I always, I have this thought that's in my brain that I want to, this story I want to share with you. I had this 
boyfriend one time. And I remember him saying this like clear as day. He said, you know, I feel like you're one of those girls that when she was growing up, like in elementary school and middle school, you're kind of like awkward looking, you know, like a little bit of ugly duckling ish as you're trans, as you're going from, from who you were as a child and then becoming a woman and you're going through puberty. So you're transforming from the ugly duckling into a beautiful swan, but you just, uh, don't know that you've turned into the beautiful swan and you are always thinking of yourself as that ugly duckling. You have the perception of that's who you are. You just don't know how beautiful you've become. And I, first of all, it blew my mind that he had said that because he was so right. I have this perception of how I saw myself, how I looked. And it was definitely from those times of being super awkward, right? You, and if you don't remember those times, which I'm sure you do, because that's what made high school crazy, then remember the times that your kids went through that, right? Through puberty and the way they looked and all of the like, what's happening to my body and <laughs> all of it. And that really, really stuck with me how we perceive ourselves, even though I'm a grown woman and in midlife, I was still thinking that I was that ugly duckling person. And I thought it was very beautiful and profound when he, when he shared that with me, because he had a different perception of what was going on and what he was seeing. But when he shared that with me, it was like, it was an aha moment for me. So Letting go of, you know, the old perceptions that don't serve us, who our family, how our family sees us. And then we take that on as facts when it's not letting go of all the judgment and shame. Now, when I work with women, this is one of the biggest things that comes up all the time is the shame and shame needs two things. It needs secrecy and it needs judgment. And so when we can let go of that, we can transform into something beautiful the best way to do this is replace all of this with curiosity. I think I've always just been a really curious person. That's why I love to learn and grow. And it has served me in a way of if I could not judge this or this person or this experience, what would it be? What could I learn? What's really going on here? What's what message is coming through? So when we can replace all of it with curiosity, we're headed in the right direction. And from a place of curiosity, we could ask ourselves, like, if you didn't have to think about anyone else but yourself, think about this from the letting go perspective, right? Not your family, not society, not your friends, not your groups, your activities. What scary big, huge dream would you go after? If you didn't have to think about anyone else but yourself, what big, scary dream would you go after? And what's stopping you? Now, there's two things that we want to focus on to make this happen because it's going to be scary. It's going to freak you out. 
but you can do it. And this is how we step into this next phase of our life with our hearts wide open, just ready to go, like really, really ready for anything and loving all the whole ride. Let's get on the roller coaster of life and love every second of it as we scream our face off in fear and love it at the same time. So the two things that we want to focus on to make this happen are two questions, the two C's. First of all is courage. We want to step into courage in order to make a change. It takes courage to be like, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to become something different. I'm going to think different thoughts. I'm going to believe different things. I'm going to make different friends. I'm going to get a new job. All of those things takes courage. This is how you start. So the first C is courage and that gets you started, but the courage won't get you the result. The courage just gets you started. You know what gets you the result? What gets you to the goal, to the finish line? Consistency. Because consistency is what keeps you going, keeps you showing up day in and day out. And that is how you get results. Remember, it's not one thing that you, one big thing that you do that will get you the result. Nah, it's showing up every single day and doing that little bit that nobody else wants to do consistently day in and day out. That's what Michael Phelps says is the difference between, you know, however many gold medals he won, any kind of gold medalist is they're willing to show up every day and do the tedious work. Well, what are you willing to do when nobody is watching? When there's no accolades, you show up every day, you do the work every day, you're consistent, even when you don't want to do it, that's when you do the work. So courage and consistency will get you there. This is how you make this change. This is how you totally master midlife and become the person that you want to be going from who you were, letting go of it, and then into the possibility of What's next for you? What could you create for yourself? And who do you get to become in order to create that? This is my invitation to you, my beautiful, powerful, gorgeous sisters, to let go of all that was and that isn't serving you anymore. Let go of who you were or who you felt you had to be and be open to creating What is right here, right now for who you are in this moment and what you want to create for yourself? Girlfriends, this is our eat, pray, and love moment. What are you going to do with it? Anything is possible. Let's get on this journey. Let's go on this adventure together because we have been waiting for this. We've been preparing ourselves for this. And now... The time is here. Let's go and get it. Thank you for listening. Always, always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day.